This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now, from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top local story on WBBM, we're learning more about a Chicago firefighter who was injured while on the job this morning. WBBM's Carolina Garibay with the latest. CFD says the firefighter is in critical condition after being injured during a bad fall while battling a fire near Lincoln, just north of Fullerton. The department says it took several minutes to rescue the firefighter after he was trapped. He was taken to Illinois Masonic Hospital for treatment. Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Residents of a mobile home park in Blue Island could have their water shut off in just a week because their management company stopped paying the bill. After being notified by the city last week their water could be shut off days before Thanksgiving, Stephen Hammer and other residents of the Forest View Mobile Home Park took to the street. We need water. We can't live without water. Try to live in your house one day without water and tell me that water is not an absolute necessity. Resident Patricia Guzman tells CBS2 the management company, Murcar Corp., racked up a nearly $900,000 balance after not paying the bill for eight months. We've paid our, our lot fee religiously, on time, every month. We were never told about this disconnection. We were never warned. We were never given a heads up. They plan to fight the issue in court and at tomorrow night's Blue Island City Council meeting. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 1059, WBBM. Marnie Yang is the convicted killer of the longtime girlfriend of Chicago Bear star Sean Gale. She's due in a Lake County court today requesting a new trial. She was convicted in the 2007 shooting death of Ronnie Ryder at her Deerfield home. Prosecutors argued Yang was in a jealous rage, but her attorneys say there's new evidence and her confession was coerced. State prosecutors Prosecutors are fighting the request for a new trial. An investigation is continuing on the west side after two food delivery drivers were shot on Saturday. One of them has died. 31-year-old Tremont Thomas was shot in Humboldt Park several times, according to police. He would later die at an area hospital with him in a car at about 3 a.m. in the 1400 block of North Avers. Was another man, 32 years old, who was also shot and listed in critical condition. 26th Ward Alderman Jesse Fuentes described the two men as drivers for DoorDash. According to police, the men were shot when someone opened fire from an approaching blue car. Brandon Eisen, News Radio, 1059 WBBM. Toxicology results are pending as authorities in northwest Indiana continue to investigate a three vehicle crash. It left one person dead and two others injured. The LaPorte County Sheriff's Department says it happened around 1115 yesterday in the area around U.S. 421 and County Road 125 South. That's near Westville. Investigators determined a Jeep traveling north on 421 crashed with a Kenworth semi-truck that was going south. That truck then collided head-on with a 2019 Buick SUV. A man is behind bars after a busy Saturday. Authorities say it included an armed robbery and a high-speed chase. Chicago police say 36-year-old Norbert Thigpen entered a store in the 8600 block of South Cicero around 5.30 in the afternoon, pulled out a gun and demanded money from the register. Before leaving the store, authorities say Thigpen fired a shot into the ceiling. No injuries were reported. Later in the day, Illinois State Police pulled over a vehicle believed to be linked to that robbery. The driver took off northbound on I-94 into Wisconsin, then back to Illinois. Thigpen was eventually arrested near Gurney. Charges include armed robbery and fleeing police.
Andy Dane, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The Illinois Department of Innovation and Technology announcing a new challenge. The Illinois Innovation Challenge aims to foster creativity, collaboration, and problem-solving skills among students, encouraging them to propose innovative ideas to address specific opportunities in state government. The challenge provides hands-on experiences for students in grades K through 14 by creating interactive exhibits and on-the-spot career training. The challenge will con- at the Computer Science Education Week celebration High Tech Shy on December 9th at the Google office in Chicago at 320 North Morgan. Mallory Vorbroker, News Radio 1059 WBBM. Chicago police continue to investigate an armed robbery on the Goose Island. Three men, two women told police four people displaying guns got out of a dark colored SUV in the 1000 block of West Division. This is just after two yesterday afternoon demanding property. The victims complied. The thieves then got away. Chicago's downtown undergoing significant changes since the pandemic, from office overhauls to the ways we get back and forth each day. Join WBBM all week for an in-depth series on the evolution of downtown. Today we discuss how downtown offices have recovered from the pandemic and what their future could be. Michael Edwards, president and CEO of the Chicago Loop Alliance, says when it comes to the number of people working downtown, Chicago's doing better than most big cities. We are hovering over 50 percent, you know, 50 one to 55 percent, which is higher than the average across the country, which is more like in the high 40s. Edwards says that's partly due to what downtown Chicago offers. What we call our secret sauce, which is arts and culture. He says one key to the continued recovery of downtown is to focus on people's concerns. We need to make sure it's safe. We need to make sure it's clean. We need to make sure that it's healthy and meets people's expectations. Things like the Chicago Transit Authority to kind of be more consistent, to be safer, present themselves as a better public transit system. I think that would help a lot. Steve Stratton, executive managing director of the commercial real estate firm Jones Lang LaSalle, says downtown's recovery also includes reimagining the future of some office space. It's going to be a little different. It may not be quite as much In the way of office space, you might convert some of the office buildings on LaSalle Street to residential. Stratton says downtown Chicago has many positives that will aid its recovery. It is a spectacular setting on 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 the lake. Great infrastructure. It's got a tremendous education support system. You know, Roosevelt, DePaul, Northwestern, University of Chicago, downtown. So you've got a very strong talent base. And that will not go away. I think Chicago's going to have a rebound and get back to its greatness. Jim Goodis, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Remember to tune in to WBBM on Thursday night at 7 for an hour-long in-depth discussion about the futures of downtown. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.